Hello and welcome. This is the Bits vs. Byte podcast. I'm your host, Amar Grigic, and today with me is Edward Buhi. Did I say it correctly? I did. And he is uh, one of the co-founders for uh, Bitcoin Bay in, uh, in Canada. So uh, welcome, Edward. Hey, glad to be here. Have no you, problem. Uh, 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 answer your questions and uh, share my thoughts with the uh, uh, European community over there. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, so could you tell me a little bit about your background and also how you got to start Bitcoin Bay? For sure. Uh, my background is in design. So I uh, started my, uh, actually even way before that, I started in fine arts in Montreal. Okay. I studied that for several years, then uh, decided advertising was my thing. And then went to OCAD University in Toronto. Uh, graduated from there, worked some advertising jobs at some big agencies. And then I decided that uh, that as a career has very limited um, like outcomes, you know, for for you know like what my future would look like. At the same time, blockchain just came around. Bitcoin was very new to the scene, and through working freelance with some uh, uh, front end developers, I really understood what uh, blockchain was all about. Uh, around uh, 2014, uh, I. I uh, started the uh, small meetup group with uh, um, some folks like Antoine de Vos and Juan Galt and that was the first uh, Bitcoin Bay meeting and it essentially was a meetup until it turned into a, a, a community group until it turned into what it is now which is a consulting firm here in Toronto. Very cool. Uh, yeah, to get back, because you, you mentioned the kind of fine arts thing, uh, wh what is it that, uh, because I, I've seen a lot of people that uh, that actually went in that direction and then became developers or became designers or whatever. So what spoke to you about that? Uh, well, what, what maybe join fine arts, for example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for example, yeah, yeah. Well, it was like, I like, I like drawing. I like painting. Mm. Uh, I liked how... Uh, you 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 could put something together out of nothing yeah and exactly. it could be good and, yeah. and uh, you you could really like uh, express yourself in different ways besides like writing uh, those those few um, um, uh, reasons were why I joined uh, Fine Arts. The crowd was also fucking awesome too. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, if you would need to explain to someone uh, what Bitcoin Bay does, uh, how yeah. would how would you do that? Uh, I'd say a simple sentence that we are building Toronto's blockchain ecosystem. Hmm. So that means we are making sure that startups here in Toronto uh, get funded. Yeah. Uh, we make sure that the vendors here, the, the studios, the ateliers that know how to like uh, put together blockchain uh, applications also um, get uh, contracts. And we're also helping uh, startups find uh, find their co-partners and their their key members in our meetups too. Hmm. So yeah. there's a lot of activities where we help these three groups here in uh, Toronto. Yeah. So how do you how do you do that? It, I understand that, uh, of course, through meet, meetups that uh, that kind of gets all the people in the same room, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. What what are some of the other ways that you try to to, uh, to kind of develop that that ecosystem? For sure. Uh, Right over here, we, from the general general side, we were always doing meetups, right? And uh, we were always doing uh, um, them every two weeks since 2014. And from that, we've grown to do other bigger events too. 
we can now do hackathons where we get the uh, the developer and, and designer community to come together in one place at least uh, once a year to like build applications in downtown Toronto, a blockchain application actually, um, and that's one way where where we help startups really like find themselves. Uh, we we keep the community going uh, every two weeks to really keep the conversation about blockchain uh, going on and on, and uh, we recently even started. Uh, um, uh, investor events with a recent okay. partnership with BitAngels. BitAngels is actually one of the companies founded by uh, Michael Turpin. He's one of the seed investors of, uh, or early investors of Ethereum, oh, cool. uh, uh, EOS and Dash and a lot of big coins. And uh, they, we partnered with them to really like uh, connect investors here in Toronto to uh, startup companies. And, uh, oh, cool. and this is something that we're developing here in house too. That are we're we're also developing a a, a development uh, kind of like arm here in this company where we can actually do development work and design work uh, for these uh, companies and, and and firms. Yeah, because I can imagine that um, even though they maybe have the understanding of what blockchain is, we'll get into that in a mm. second as well. Uh, but uh, even if they have that knowledge about what it is and uh, what they what they could do with it, yeah. uh, still implementing it is kind of the the well the 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 hard part for some companies, right? Especially if they don't have a technological background or whatever, right? Yeah, implementation is is one thing. They need to understand how the tech works. Um, there's a little bit of there's a little there's a need for a creative exercise to understand how blockchain can f can fit into their business model. And this goes beyond the tech itself. And uh, in some cases, it creates even new business models for these companies. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. It takes a yeah, and uh, to get into that, because um, I I've talked to, about blockchain uh, in the past on the podcast and as well, uh, but I, I always feel that um, it's it's kind of hard to for people to understand because it's usually a bit of an abstract kind of thing right you don't yeah. you don't really see what what's happening no. uh, so if if you would need to explain that to someone that didn't know what it's what it's all about how would you how would you do that okay so uh i'll describe blockchain in two levels of difficulty one sure. uh, the first one's going to be more more simpler than the other so the first one would be it's basically the in a naive sense it's the memory of the internet. Hmm. If the internet can remember certain key details, like how much money I have, how much money you have, what our bank account numbers are, if the internet can remember that, why does it need to go to a bank's computer mm -hmm. to process a transaction? Okay. So think of it as the memory of the internet. But let's get more. Uh, are you are you ready to get to the the the? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so. Um, if you wanted to talk about it in terms that are very familiar to people in the tech scene, it's essentially a cloud network. Yeah. A cloud network where you can uh, uh, store certain small amounts of data and the cloud network executes certain functions. Yeah. And that function is basically to send money from one person to the other. And it's done over this cloud network. Yeah. But there's a special thing about this network. And that special thing is nobody owns it. Mm. And that's, that means uh, that 
creates a whole lot of like potential um, um, problems, also a lot of potential uh, uh, upsides as well. Because you can do, it means in the future, uh, you can do everything you're doing on Google, from storing your, 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 your Google Docs uh, to even playing video games like Stadia is doing. Yeah. But that's a very, very far future version of the, of the blockchain. What's it, what the current blockchains are doing right now are doing simple, simple stuff like move, move money from, or funds or units of account from one person to another. And small and small sets of metadata lives on the on the blockchain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it, it kind of um, it kind of feels like a like a bit of a database of of, of things where uh, in a way what do you would you see for example when you look at the, like crypto coins and stuff like that that yeah. it's kind of an open uh, kind of way and you can you can see the transactions right you can yeah. uh, query that see all the, the the transactions that are going on and and stuff like that for sure uh, but it, it doesn't have to be right that's that's one thing that uh, that a lot of people don't know uh, well not that it doesn't have to be it could be more yeah, yeah. if you if you think of uh, cryptocurrencies and blockchain as that's the only thing then you're you're one's frame of mind of a what a blockchain is, is only as a database. Hmm. Exactly. But if you see the uh, blockchain as a virtual computer, where you can like have your app locally, talk to it, and make it process stuff for you, right? It acts more than that, more than just a unit of, uh, more than just a ledger, more than just a, uh, a, um, uh, a database, right? Yeah. But, uh, that is even more unseeable than the blockchain itself. You're right, we can't see the blockchain because it's a network of computers all around the world, but that kind of future is even more into the distance that you can't necessarily see. So yeah. I understand why people treat it like a database right now. Yeah. yeah. It's way more. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do, you think that it, um, do you think that it would help if it would be represented in a different way in the sense of uh, making it more visual for people to understand what actually is going on. Do you, do you see that, that, that happening as well? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a designer by background. I love doing visualizations. Yeah. And even then, I can't really uh, um, uh, visualize it in its totality, mm. right? Uh, like you can even ask the artists. I've just been to uh, Miami Blockchain Week um, like this last week, and uh, one interesting thing that uh, uh, those guys have, which I think we have to build up here in Toronto, is they have an artist community, hmm. and uh, these artists in their in their blockchain communities are literally continually making art about blockchain. Okay. They don't need a um, a, a a a a how do you say? Like a technical sense of blockchain, but they could describe it enough to make visuals, pretty visuals about it, mm. or compelling visuals about it. Uh, if you're asking me how to um, visually like describe a blockchain, it's like if there is a graphic that visually describes a cloud network, just take out the part where it's owned by Google for now. <laughs> yeah, that's very much how it works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, uh, but 
what are because uh, we caught, we talked a little bit about the cryptocurrencies and, uh, and stuff like that and uh, yeah. there's been a lot of talks about people uh, implementing blockchain for all yeah. these kind of the, the, the all these kinds of reasons uh, uh, i i feel like um i feel like that hype has bit has slowed down a little bit right uh, I, I feel like like that's the case mm-hmm. so uh, what um how do you feel about that how do you how do you look at that from from your perspective because you are uh you're advising companies in this case but also yeah. are looking into building these kind of uh, these kind of solutions so how how do you look at uh, at all that sure so you're you're right in one sense that the hype around blockchain has died down since mm-hmm. 2017 levels yeah right sure. and uh I want to I want to clarify that hype doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2017, a lot of what created noise was well, okay. Let's imagine it's 2017. Yes, there was like a lot of uh, optimistic press about blockchain, but there was so much more. Uh, um, uh, how do you even say media about investing in uh, in crypto coins? Right. Uh, yeah. A lot of that media was scams. Right, floating around, taking advantage of people's uh, naivete about about uh, blockchain. Exactly. Right? Uh, and since the bear market, I've noticed less and less of that. And uh, what's left is just news about recent innovations in blockchain. Yeah. yeah. And to me, that's a good thing because you can actually get a clearer sense and less noisy sense of uh, progress. Uh, in the community, like there is still a lot of hype uh, between us. This, we see the same people um, uh, still um, being excited about the technology. Slowly by slowly, we see t- uh, a few new members, like for example here in Toronto, which like have slowly become part of our group and and consistently been joining our meetups. Uh, Recently, we partnered with Dentons to hold. Dentons is a large, a large um, uh, multinational uh, law firm with like fifteen thousand like lawyers all over the world, and they've they've been gracious enough to partner with us, lend us their space uh, every two months to hold our investor events there. So, yeah. from a, uh, from a how do you say a specialist or. In, uh, professional point of view, that's being noticed more and more. And I see it through the partnerships. There's more of that happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was wondering about, um, because uh, you mentioned that a little bit. It um, it was surrounding a lot of crypto coins and a lot of crypto coins were just there to uh, essentially grow uh, up until a point that someone just dumped all their coins that they had and then yeah. uh, they just went out, right? You're talking about price, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's what you mean, yeah. by, mean by growth. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they they, they, they jumped up the price, uh, they, yeah. they jacked it up, and then they just dumped everything and then uh, just went out. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you uh, because that, that gets a lot of negative press, right? A lot of people yeah. are talking about it like, okay, this is not good and. Uh, Blah, blah blah. Need to we need to regulate this more, and mm. we need to change stuff. Uh, do you think that also makes people skeptical of the the kind of technology that's behind it? So in this case, uh, blockchain, or uh, in, in this case, it's blockchain, of course. Uh, do you feel that makes people more skeptical? If you don't understand the technology, yeah, uh, but 
uh, blockchains, right? If you don't know why, it's, like there will be legitimate companies out there that need the funds to do something. And like any legitimate company, they need to sell their funds after the end of the race, which is normal. It happens in, in standard startup companies and standard, um, uh, sorry, a, a lot of like good blockchain projects here as well. They need to sell their coins once they do their funds. That's the whole purpose of it. Yeah. So I understand that part. Uh, thing is, if you're, uh, if you're, if you don't have a clear understanding of what they're doing with the funds, right, and don't understand uh, the the development timeline, right, then you will be skeptical. Yeah. Because you, you your your expectation really most of the time would just be to you would get money out of it, right, and you're and essentially if that's the game you're playing, you should have been in on the in on the uh, the, the 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 pre-sale rounds, right? Um, yeah. Skeptical. Okay, um, there. there I, I really have to uh, think about that because yeah. Let me let me come back to you on that one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's a big thought I want to like uh, communicate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I, I think uh, the, the reason why I'm saying this is that uh, it kind of, uh, when you look at, for example, Bitcoin, it kind of became synonymous with blockchain, right? Yeah. Uh, people are like, Bitcoin is blockchain, instead yeah. of thinking about, okay, uh, th these are two totally separate things, right? It, the, the, this is just an implementation of a blockchain. It's not blockchain uh, itself. Yeah, well, you, nobody will understand, no one will really like... Um, um, appreciate blockchain without Bitcoin, though. Yeah, so yeah we're, we're, it's we're, the best implementation they have. Yeah, we're we're of a mind where the, these two things are inseparable. Yeah, um, Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency cannot be a cryptocurrency without a, a blockchain. Yeah, exactly, and I think it's it's uh, it's one of the best implementations we've seen actually in the real world, where it's being used and it's still being used uh, all over the world. Uh, I, I think that's the, that, that's a good thing because it does show that there is a potential of using this, and I see also a lot of um, I see a lot of banks are are really interested in it because of the uh, the transactional part, as you as you mentioned before. Yeah, uh, they they want to use it to to record the transactions to know that these are kind of transactions that haven't been messed with yeah. uh, later on or 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 whatever. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I would love to know from, from your side, because you've seen uh, some implementations, but also talk to companies that want to implement, uh, yeah. implement blockchain. What, what are some of kind of the, 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 the kind of innovative ways you've seen it kind of solve real world problems like, uh, or problems with, uh, with a business or whatever? Yeah, for sure. So like, um, before I go into that, like you mentioned how, how uh, banks love, uh, uh, love blockchains. They love it in yeah. a specific way. Exactly. Because, yeah. um, uh, and I mean it in a specific way because the context is uh, how banks operate is um, to, to describe it in uh, the Tapscots. They're, they're a very famous firm here. Uh, they describe it as a labyrinthine kind of like um, machine where it's all uh, haphazardly um, hacked together to work, but it's very inefficient. It's actually nonsensical when you actually get a real sense of what's going on, right? Uh, 
yep. blockchain essentially is is like this if banks are are a car factory blockchain is like a robot mm. right it makes things much more smoother to, yeah. to operate and do business with and uh, so let's let's assume um, so that implies certain things if a blockchain app were to do um, um, just simple stuff that banks can do um, blockchain startups will just will just die because banks can do it so much better yeah um, you probably heard of this but there is a, a new a new um, a movement going on in uh, ethereum called DeFi. I haven't actually, so yeah. <laughs> please elaborate. Decentralized finance is basically, uh, DeFi means decentralized finance. It's basically okay. a mandate by um, uh, the Ethereum Foundation to say that they are going to focus on blockchain apps that will, will really first uh, do traditional finance and do that on the blockchain. And I mean traditional finance more than just uh, uh, um, uh, sending money from one person to the other. It's like loans, securities, futures, okay. right? Um, blockchain products, versions of those. So mm. DeFi is a recent movement within the the Ethereum Foundation, uh, Ethereum community, and and any surrounding communities as well to really start that. The intention is, um, well, there's twofold. Ethereum wants to really make a name for itself, right? Really stand out as a as a brand and as a, uh, a technology. And the only way they can like beat Bitcoin is if they actually do more financial services than Bitcoin. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. And um, so that's what the these DeFi communities are all over, like Toronto and 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 Canada and the rest of the world are trying to solve. How do you do traditional uh, stuff on? financial stuff on the blockchain. And then once you get all those tool sets ready, right, and fixed, you can start doing the crazier blockchain stuff. This crazy decentralized versions of these uh, um, um, uh, models where you can actually like do more stuff than we could ever see. Yeah. Uh, or imagine. Yeah. Right now, um, here in Toronto, there is a company called Atomic Loans, which helps which helps miners essentially like uh, uh, borrow or loan their their Bitcoin, and 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 people can like essentially also loan uh, from the other side, rent out or sorry not loan or, or lend their lend their money. So it solves a problem where miners don't need to sell their Bitcoin um, at at uh, at low prices if they don't need to. They can just put it as collateral, for example. Ah, interesting. Uh, and that's that's an example of DeFi. It's just mm. loans on the blockchain, but it's connecting several different users who don't need to live in the same place. Yeah. Uh, but that's just a start, uh, Amr. Like in, yeah. in in the future, we'll have more crazy models than uh, than what we're having right now. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of uh, of kind of real world uses. Uh, for example, with smart contracts as well, where people are doing uh, stuff that, uh, say, for instance, I'm, I'm, I want to have an agreement with you. Uh, uh, we both sign it, and it's, yeah. we know it's, it's there, and it yeah. won't like be changed or whatever, right? Yeah. 
those are very simple smart contracts, by the way. Yeah. 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 Um, so for for the benefit of the community, smart contracts. If you were to like describe it somehow else, you just treat them like programs. They're just mm. programs. They live on the blockchain. Yeah. So these programs, these instructions, can live there forever. Um, and uh, yeah, we in 2017, like uh, only one type of program, really, like stood up um, uh, and made blockchain really uh, hyped about. And that program was the uh, ICO program, or smart contract. And the ICO smart contract is very simple. If you have Ethereum and you pay um, that smart contract, that program, that program will um, dispense you crypto coins equivalent to the number of Ethereum you give it. Okay. That was essentially the one of the earliest and most famous uh, smart contracts on the on, on Ethereum. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard. It's 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 so interesting that there is. Uh, because uh, for for me it's interesting because I I hear I hear a lot of things that I haven't ever heard about right because I'm not in that in that kind of community. Yeah. But you see that there is so many layers than just uh, the things you see around you, yeah. which are uh, covered in the news, right? Where yeah. you're like, okay, this is a crypto coin, uh, this is Bitcoin. You can buy that. You, yeah. It will maybe appreciate, maybe depreciate, depending on on the market in that yeah. sense. But there's so That's much more that you. yes. Yeah, that's so. There's so much more that that, that doesn't get the spotlight it mm -hmm. should probably get. Yeah, um, it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you're right in the sense that it doesn't get the spotlight, and that's because, uh, let's say there's a there's two layers, right? There's Ethereum, uh, the blockchains themselves that counts like Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, uh, EOS, those those blockchains, right? Those are infrastructure networks, and they have a lot of coders uh, building that infrastructure. Things that cool stuff were that were we were imagining easily, but not necessarily seeing is is the DApps that go on top of these things. Yeah, that integrate with that that chain, right? Yeah. So, like going back to smart contracts, um, it's very possible where you can have a, a car where you pay the smart contract that belongs to the car, and the car is now ready for you to drive. That's very conceivable. Uh, the, the same thing could be, be done with real estate. If you pay a certain smart contract, you get the access to a certain room or, or a house. Um, but right now, all the hype is on the, on the blockchains and the, the development of those infrastructure first, rather than the apps, which is fine and under understandable, right? People need- It has to be good, yeah. Yes, but yeah. Uh, uh, once, once blockchains become more mature and app builders, uh, decentralized app builders can start easily putting something together on a blockchain, that's when we start seeing uh, uh, more, more positive hype around mm. what you could do with blockchain. But it's not mature right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it it kind of it kind of feels like so in in software building you have like these SDKs right where you uh, get get uh, kind of a kind of a kit that you can use to easily build apps based yeah. on uh, a particular language or whatever. Yeah. It kind of feels like there needs to be more of these SDKs for blockchain. Is that right? Uh, I'd even go more basic than that. There needs mm. to be more IDEs. Yeah. So, exactly. uh, like. Uh, like uh, when when I design IDEs for me are basically like uh, for me Figma or Sketch or, or Photoshop. It yeah, we yeah. put things together, right? There is no version of that for blockchain developers. 
Yeah, it's a kind of prototyping kind of thing, right? Uh, yeah. It's even le before you even start building it, uh, uh, yeah. it actually, right? Yeah, from a developer's point of view, there's no visual studio for blockchain. Yeah, exactly. So they don't. You don't have a an IDE is an integrated development environment or yeah. however what to call it. But it's mo mostly uh, the thing you use to actually code in. Yes, uh, exactly. actually do the coding. Uh, um, Cardano, one of the uh, blockchains that we partnered up with, we're actually the city leaders of of Cardano in Toronto. Um, mm -hmm. They are developed still developing their IDE called Plutus. Hmm. Uh, or rather, or, um, uh, and they're also developing a a a, a ID that's also f friendly to financial uh, folks called uh, Marlow. Um, here in uh, in Ethereum land, we we have Remix, uh, which is basically if you want to put together uh, Ethereum smart contracts and test them in a single place and single environment, Remix is your uh, is is your tool. Hmm. Um, but that's essentially it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. it, it um, when I look at it, uh, just from a perspective of uh, of a community and where it stands and uh, stuff like that, it it sounds like there is. Uh, you, you're just scratching the surface here, right? I mean, it's it's not it's not even. Uh, well, it, it has some some big implementations already, but mm -hmm. it's still uh, the community itself. It seems like it's uh, still in the early stages, right? Where uh, people are still figuring out, okay, what's the tool set that we're going to use for yeah. for building upon these these blockchains and stuff like that. That, that that's that's the f the feeling I get, right? Yeah. Um, so he here's the thing: um, blockchain is mature enough where where I can send you transactions. And lots of people yeah. can send you transactions. And if it was 2017, today's blockchains would like breeze through that. There would be no clogs in the network. Yeah. Um, the the IDEs, even though they're basic, they're still sophisticated enough to build smart contracts that do loads. Hmm. Uh, and 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 smart contracts that can interact with other smart contracts. Yeah. If we're talking about much more complex uh, DApps. Um, that has to come with two things, the blockchain being more mature than it is today and better IDEs. And as you said, um, SDKs from folks who started it earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not here yet, but I'm optimistic that it will come very soon. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it should. I mean, there is, a, there, is, there is like real world cases where I think that it, it would add, it would it would be beneficial to to get more kind of uh, developments in this in this space. Mm -hmm. um, what what do you want to come back on that skeptical part? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like well, where where were we? Like um, like coins make uh, people skeptical about? Yeah, it, it was more it was more like okay, if you if you see that combination of Bitcoin and uh, actually people were were thinking about it as Bitcoin is blockchain, right? And yeah. Uh, because it went, uh, some crypto co coins went bad. Uh, people yeah. could also be skeptical of the technology below it, right? That's yeah. that's kind of powering it as well. Uh, that that was the, that was kind of the question back then. Yeah, like uh, so. My my thoughts on that is like um, blockchain right now is so um, uh, abstract as a technology, right? That uh, its benefits are really rather and the the it's abstract as a technology number one number two uh the the big developments in it are not that like name worthy yet right mm -hmm. uh 
Uh, yes, we can do uh, uh, loans. Yes, we can do stable coins, for example. Um, yes, we, like our smart contracts are a little bit more uh, sophisticated, but it hasn't really, it's not, like you said, it hasn't scratched the surface yet. Hmm. Uh, I, I feel block, after blockchains are mature enough to like take on more people, take on more sophisticated apps, that skepticism would go away because um, any apps that come after it would be much more innovative. Um, and whenever some benefit stays in the abstract, you'll always be skeptical because there's yeah, a lot yeah. of learning curve behind it to really understand it. And um, yeah, I, I would also add that um, the means for buying coins here in, in Canada and perhaps also the rest of the world is also very uh, non-intuitive. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can concur on that one. Yeah. You <laughs> it's really hard to, do, to buy something, right? Yeah, you have to go to a exchange, which is basically like an online store, and you have to, and this and this is is something uh, you you as a user you don't not normally used to. You have to share your bank account details. What other yeah. app does that? That's so intimidating to uh, to a lot of uh, users. Start with yeah. yeah, yeah. So that you can't buy with your debit card. You can't buy with your credit card. So yeah. uh, that that also feeds into the skepticism about this tech. Right. It's it's kind of black boxy, right? In the sense that people don't know what's going on, right? The, 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 I, when I look at it, I've 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 bought some crypto coins in the past uh, yeah. and filled horribly, but <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> but it, it is it is it is interesting to see that I re I, I'm I'm pretty technical, but yeah. a, a lot of a lot of people that aren't would probably think like, okay, what the hell am I doing? So I need a wallet. I need an yeah. exchange. I need yes. Uh, I need to first get to, a, a, for example, a website where uh, I can bank transfer money so I can get coins and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Right? You, you, you know there's a saying in advertising? Yeah. Right? When you, you, you do this so much buildup and then the product was so small. Hmm. The saying is it's a long run for a short slide. You've been building up all this, this hype for, for something. And all this hype you're building up is like, oh, you're setting up uh, an account for yourself. Oh, you're saving the 12 words that will make your password. Oh, you uh, put your bank account <laughs> on this exchange. And all you're getting is moving numbers from one, one account number to the other. And then they're like, what? What is this? Mm, right? Yeah. So that's what I mean by uh, um, that payoff at the end. Also, like, it's abstract in a, in a sense. What, you won't understand what you're seeing, even though it's yeah. very very innovative yeah yeah you see you see for example okay i have like uh i don't know one bitcoin right in sure. the end and th that's it I, yeah I, I did all this 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 kind of thing all these kind of things to get get like 0 0.000001 bitcoin or something yeah. like that right yeah that's the thing uh, short slide. yeah i i i i'm i'm interested to see how it how it will uh, how it will develop in the future because i think it's still um uh, still uncharted territory in a sense where uh, sure. there's so many things that uh, need to be done to get this 
uh, to get this more mainstream, right? Because yeah. uh, in the end, an end user doesn't care that there's a blockchain behind it, right? In the end, they don't really care. Uh, uh, of course, they care about the benefits it could have, yeah. but they don't really care that that that's the technology that's that's kind of surrounding uh, an app or whatever, right? Yeah, most most people want to drive the car, but not necessarily know how to fix it. But yeah. although some people are like that, but yes, <laughs> yeah. they just want to use the, the, the yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I I would love to uh, wrap up with the last question. Sure. Uh, and I uh, ask the question again every time. Uh, so if you look back at the, the past few years that you've done this uh, day and started it, uh, what uh, what do you what do you most proud of? Um, I'm proud of the community for for sticking around this uh, through a lot of. Uh, uh, bad times, but still persevering, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm proud of the the folks who, in the beginning, did not know what blockchain was, but now could like, in a sense, even jealousize the technology and see what it can do and actually build on it. Uh, my colleague uh, uh, Jerry, for example, sits right behind me. Uh, my other colleague Leo uh, sits over there. They they do development in this work and uh, this uh, in this firm. Um, and that wasn't didn't happen before. I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we've changed um, uh, for the better, and we can actually at this point right really make a difference. Uh, I, I want to point out that in April we're actually having uh, Toronto Blockchain Week. Oh, cool! So we're actually it's actually um, uh, I would say recognized by the Toronto government and the Mayor John Tory here. So it's an official uh, week, uh, tr oh, cool. treated like a treated treat like a festival, right? Where there's lots of blockchain companies and events happening in that same week, hmm. um, and uh, we're at a point now where we can really like showcase something. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty. It's pretty big that that happens with something that's technological, right? I mean, yeah. you have weeks for all kinds of th things, but something technological is is cool to see that. Uh, that um, the, the kind of city of Toronto is is uh, seeing that as something that also needs to have these kind of events, right? Yeah, and I'm I'm noticing that in different parts of uh, the world too, like as I seen in Miami. And mm. uh, what I'm really proud of is the the folks are willing to collaborate and willing to mm. purchase things, and yeah. that speaks to a greater sense of what uh, this blockchain community can do, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it, it ultimately down the line will be a, a, a global uh, uh, kind of like technology. Absolutely. Uh, Edward, thanks a lot for uh, being my guest. Edward, it's been a pleasure. It's yeah, no problem at all. Uh, how can uh, people find you on the internet? Uh, so, folks can visit us on bitcoinbay.ca. Mm -hmm. And uh, if anybody's in North America or in South America, for example, we have meetups in Waterloo. Toronto, okay. uh, Montreal, and Buenos Aires. Very cool. So Very cool. Uh, you can visit either of these four communities uh, in uh, when you're visiting these places, and you can see them on Meetup.com. Yes, exactly. I think uh, the link is on the website as well, right? Uh, yes, in the uh, yeah. event section. Yes. No problem at all. Okay, I will uh, add that uh, to the show notes as well, so people can uh, can have a look. Uh, and uh, thanks, thanks again. Um, and of course for the listeners you can find the Bits vs. Byte podcast on bitsvsbytes.com uh, 
and also on all major podcasting platforms. And of course, uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, subscribe to the newsletter. There's a newsletter going around every two weeks on uh, on Friday. Uh, it uh, features five things about technology, business, and leadership. You can find that on bitsvsbytes.com slash newsletter. I'd like to thank you for listening. Until next time.